Don's Cast, an AFC Wimbledon podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, today, we will be covering the Don's previous games over the past week against Coventry, Portsmouth, and Barnsley. Uh, three pretty exciting games. But before we do that, we have some news we have to get to. Uh, Alfie Egan, the young ginger player for AFC Wimbledon, has recently been loaned out to East Thurrock United. Uh, six-tier team in the southeast of England. Thurrock has let in uh, a couple last-minute goals in their previous matches, so they're hoping they'll be able to bring in Alfie, help step up the uh, the struggling club, try to get him some chances, some uh, first-team experience will obviously be good for Alfie Egan. He's a great midfielder. He's been part of the club for a long time now. He's probably our best prospect that we currently have in the system. He's 20 years old. He's talented, great pace, good foot skills. And he'll be able to get some great first-team experience with a lower-tier side as uh, East Thurrock United. In his first game for East Thurrock, he actually won man of the match, so he's already doing great things there. Uh, His loan will expire at the end of December, and he'll be able to return to the Dons after that. Moving on to the Dons game against Coventry City. That was played in front of 4,500 at Kings Meadow. The Dons lined up in a 4-4-2 with Watson, Deji, Nightingale and Purrington in the back, Pinnock, Soares, Liam Trotter, and Andy Bartram in the midfield, Quezia Paya and Joey Piggott up front. Eventually, James Hansen would come on for Joe Piggott. The game ended in a nil-nil draw, which was kind of surprising. The Dons outshot Coventry 13-5. Five shots on goal compared to three on goal for Coventry, which it says a lot about the kind of shots they were actually taking, whether or not they're finding the net or if they're getting anywhere close for that matter. Uh, in an interview after the game, Ardley was saying how the Dons had crossed the ball into the box approximately 27 times, which seems to be the theme for the team for uh, this season. Hasn't been a lot of creative play. It's been a lot more dribbling with our quick wingbacks down the side of the uh, the pitch and whipping the ball into the box, looking for a corner to connect with either Piggott, Apaya, or Hanson, whoever's our striker at the moment. We do this a lot. It seems to be our crutch, and it seems to be leading to us not scoring goals. Uh, Our defense has obviously been great this season. We've had um, a lot of zero-goal games. But we're not creating chances on the other end. We're not putting goals in the back of the net. We don't seem to have that attacking mentality. And this has been a theme for the past year or two now. And we need to really break that if we're going to score some more goals and get further up into the table, look for a mid-table finish, So in order to do that, we're definitely going to have to change up the creativity on offense. We need uh, more build-up play, more quick short passes. We don't really see that a lot. A lot of times when I'm watching the games, I'll see it in the midfield, and I'll just see like Trotter or Soares or Barcham just lead a huge flying cross, I guess, forward and try to find a defender. And almost every single time, no one can get to it, and it just lands and it's cleared off on – cleared off on us by the opposition, and then immediately fall back into defense, which has seemed okay for now. We're getting points at the end of this game. I mean, one point's better than no points, but I'd really like to see some more goals being scored. And I'd really like to see the Dons work a little bit harder to try to do that, try to have that mentality that 
attacking mentality to try to score goals because it just seems to not be there at the moment. Um, so that was a nil-nil draw at home against Coventry. It was a hard-earned point. It was a well-fought game. It was a lot of, again, midfield heavy, a lot of lofted passes forward that just never seemed to lead up into anything. Moving forward, the next game came. It was a Carabao Cup tie against Portsmouth, a great team in League One, obviously looking to get promoted this year. Really good side. The game took place away against Portsmouth United. It was a really well-fought game. It was a very even game. There weren't a lot of shots on target. Again, it was 5-3 to three in favor of the Dons. Not a lot of great chances. Possession was almost 50-50. Uh, not a lot of fouls. A lot of uh, four corners for the Dons compared to two for Portsmouth. Portsmouth went ahead in the beginning of the second half with a beautiful corner that Christian Burgess was able to put his head on and uh, bounced and then went into the back of the net behind us, beat Tom King. This immediately put the Dons down 1-0. I think it was the 48th or 49th minute into the game. The Dons responded in the 76th with a the best goal we've scored of the two goals that we have this season. With Piggott, uh, it was a cross from Wagstaff, leveled the game 1-1 in the 76th minute. The game continued in uh, the way that it had been going for up until that point. A lot of midfield play, not a lot of chances being created. Until the final minutes of the game, it was the 88th minute. Uh, a cross comes flying in. Anton Walker, defender for Portsmouth. No one really knows what he was trying to do. It's still a mystery at this point. It looks like he tries to take his thigh and almost bash the ball out into the other side and try and clear it. Instead, comes right off his thigh, flies clean right into his net. Everyone's confused. The Dons go up 2-1, and that's the end of the game. So the Dons won the Carabao Cup tie 2-1 against Portsmouth. This was the most exciting game they've had all year. Two goals. It was just phenomenal. One of them we didn't score. It was scored for us, but we'll take goals no matter how we can get them, especially at this rate. So the Dons wound up winning the game 2-1. to one. They won the Carabao Cup tie. And then this was a huge win. I mean, it was away at Portsmouth, a great club. Granted, it was obviously a very lucky win. I still think the Dons played a great game going up until this point. The own goal is really unfortunate for Portsmouth, but we'll obviously take it to move forward in the Cup. I don't know if this was a game that Wimbledon necessarily deserved to win. It was a really close game the whole way through. It was 50-50 the whole way. It really felt like it could have gone either way, and the Dons just happened to get a lucky break at the end. Uh, Wagstaff and Wordsworth were, uh, again, providing energy in the midfield like they've been doing all season, uh, creating chances on the offensive side of the ball as much as they can, which typically leads to just whipping crosses into the box and hoping someone can get a foot or a head on it and try and put it in the back. Wimbledon's only real scoring chances have come from crosses or set pieces. Uh, we seem to be doing really good on set pieces just outside the box or corners. A lot of shots going toward the net, but none really finding the back of the net, which is unfortunate. I think in time, and as Wimbledon continue to settle in, this was only the third game of the year. And I think the further we go into the year and the more that the Dons get familiar with each other, the more that they play with each other and understand what's going to work, what's not going to work. If Ardley can work on this in training and try to really like pinpoint what the Dons need to do to actually score more goals in their games, which has been a real challenge so far this year, and it was last year. I think in due time, we'll be able to connect on some of these crosses and get them in the back of the net. But for now, it's really frustrating to watch. I'm really, really pushing that they're going to work more from the midfield, work more out of the back, and try to create better chances. Short passes in the box 
from or just outside the box and try to get those shots from there as opposed to just whipping corners in and just praying that they're going to get hit. The final game of the past week and a half came today, uh, Saturday against Barnsley. It was a nil-nil draw again. The Dons couldn't find the back of the net, but the defense was able to hold steady. Through how many games have we played? Four, I believe. Through, yeah, through four games, the Dons have allowed uh, one goal to Portsmouth in a Carabao Cup tie. So they still haven't allowed a goal this year, uh, this year, which is really great for the defense. And I think it definitely shows uh, our defenders have been working really well. Nightingale returned for this game. Ashalaja obviously had a great game like he usually does. Perrington and uh, Tom Watson were on uh, the wings in defense playing fullback. And it's, it's been working pretty well. The defense, I have no complaints about. It's been very high energy. It's been great work ethic. Nightingale had a great great game. Ben Purrington, left back, had a great game. Trotter both ha- um, had a great game in midfield. He tends to play more of a defensive midfielder role, even though the Dons typically come out in their 4-4-2 defense. Trotter tends to stay back more along, uh, and Source tends to push forward more. It's almost like a 4-1-2-1-2. Uh, I don't know if that's a formation that Ardley will try to switch to in the future, or if he's fine coming out in this 4-2-2 and just allowing Trotter to hang back a little bit more. It seems to be working so far. Again, they haven't allowed a goal so far in league play. The only goal came against Portsmouth, and it was a corner. So it, they haven't allowed a goal straight out of uh, out of midfield play, which is really good to see. And I can't have any complaints about the defense, honestly. It's the goal scoring that they need to step up on, and it's the goal scoring that's going to propel us forward up the table and get us more points if we plan on staying in League One this season, which is obviously goal number one, avoid relegation and try to get uh, just above that or even into the mid-tier table uh, position, which is going to be really difficult if we can't score goals, which it seems to be through four games has been a serious struggle. Uh, In the three league games so far, the Dons have scored just two goals. They have five points through three games. That's good enough for seventh on the table. Uh, that could change later today. Um, Sunderland and Scunthorpe still have to play on Sunday. So pending the result of that game, the Dons sit comfortably in seventh with five points. So my takeaways for the past week and a half or so of games, um, Wimbledon need to be more creative on attack. Coventry blocked all the passing lanes when they played them. Same thing happened against Barnsley. We're not looking attack-minded when we're out on the pitch. It's a lot of high lofted passes from the back trying to push forward and create a chance that way, and it obviously hasn't been working. We haven't scored a lot of goals so far this season through four games. It's still obviously super early. The teams are still getting to know each other, and we're still going to work out these kinks. It's a very, very long season, and I don't expect this to continue throughout the entire course of the season. But for right now, it's a little concerning seeing how little offense we're making. I'd much rather see more of um, shorter midfield passes, better shots from inside the box or just outside of it. A lot of times we tend to sit back and play more defense and allow teams to attack us and absorb that, but we're not countering super well. We need to either work on the countering attack, make that really well work really well, or play slow-paced midfield short passes, look for an open shot. We have really good goal scorers. Piggott has obviously proved himself to be a great goal scorer. James Hansen still hasn't uh, proven himself yet. He hasn't played in all the games so far this season. He usually comes on on as a sub. 
he wrecked Wimbledon whenever he played him played us uh, in the past couple seasons, and I'm looking for that energy and that high offensive uh, output from uh, from him, and we just haven't seen it yet this year. So moving forward, some positives that I've seen are Andy Bartram and Deji Oshalaza, the new captain. They have been absolute high energy everywhere, all over the pitch, um, creating chances by flinging balls forward like we normally do, and they've just been playing great defense on the other end. Uh, these two are really the stars of uh, the club, I think, so far this season. Joey Pickett's obviously been the goal scorer. He's scored, I believe, all of our goals thus far. Um, the two goals in League One and uh, the one game, the one goal against Portsmouth, I believe. Yeah, he scored. So I think Pickett's been a great offensive option. I'm still looking for the other strikers to step up. Tom King has been great in net through these first four games. He's earned uh, clean sheets in every one of the league matches so far this season. Obviously, the only uh, game where he wasn't able to stop a shot was against Portsmouth. Uh, He's fit in really well this year. He's a great keeper, and I'm looking forward to him continuing this run of of form through uh, the next couple weeks of the season and hopefully throughout the rest of the season. Moving forward, the next uh, fixture is coming up um, at home Tuesday, the twenty first. The Dons will play Walsall, a lower tiers, uh, a lower uh, table side, looking uh, to hopefully put some goals past them. I feel like that could be something the team could really just beat up on Walsall and use that momentum moving forward, because the games following Walsall are going to be very difficult. Uh, two really hard home games. Saturday the 25th, the Dons will take on Sunderland, who just two years ago were a Premier League side following their recent freefall. Sunderland are obviously the favorites to win the league this year. They're a very, very good side. The stadium they play in holds 49,000 people as opposed to the stadium the Dons play in, which maxes out at around 4,500. So a very big club that will be coming to South London to take on the Dons, and I think that'll be a very difficult game. I can't see the Dons beating Sunderland. I could see us potentially drawing against Sunderland. A win would be very difficult to pull off. And then at home on August the 28th, following the Carabao Cup win against Portsmouth, the Dons have drawn West Ham United, a Premier League side. And I don't know if I'm happy or if I'm upset about this because this could obviously be the end of the Dons Carabao Cup run, a cup I don't think they were going to win from the beginning, but a run in a cup would have been a really great motivator for this season. And now West Ham United, who is looking to finish mid-tier in the Premier League this season, will be coming to South London from their home in uh, West London at Kings Meadow on August 28th. And this game, of course, will be in South London, which is kind of unfortunate because West Ham plays in a massive stadium. London Stadium was built uh, for the 2012 Olympics. Had the Dons drawn them away, we could have gotten a lot, a uh, decent chunk of money from ticket sales there. So it's unfortunate we'll be missing out on that. But now we have a Premier League side that will be coming to Kings Meadow and taking on the Dons at home, a game that I don't expect them to win. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully we'll get the win against Walsall on Tuesday. And then these next two games, Sunderland and West Ham, I feel like could really kill our morale. It's going to be tough. These two sides are obviously much better than we are right now. But I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to think positive. I really hope the Dons can get some points and get uh, a potential win. (laughs) I can't see that happening. In the Carabao Cup against West Ham at home. 
It'll be a really exciting game to watch. I'm looking forward to it. So my final takeaways for uh, the past week and a half, we need more goals on uh, the offensive side of the ball, which we haven't been able to do. Our defense has been great. Tom King has been great. Hopefully we'll be able to keep that up. And moving forward, uh, we'll be able to get some points and move up the table, currently sitting in seventh. We'll see how uh, these next couple of weeks shape up. So thank you for listening to episode two of the Don's Cast. Again, we're a brand new podcast, so if you could leave, uh, leave a review, rate, subscribe. Tell your friends, uh, anyone who's an AFC Wimbledon fan or even a League One fan about this podcast. Uh, word of mouth would really help. Ratings would really help and uh, subscriptions. So if you like what I'm doing here and you'd like to hear more, please hit that subscribe button. And, and if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, that handle is at the Dons cast on Twitter. You can follow me there. I'll be providing my thoughts on the, the Dons through the upcoming season, maybe live tweeting a few games. Um, feel free to follow me there. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode two of the Dons cast. And uh, I'll see you again next week.